Hello, 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 and welcome to Navigating Preteen Ministry. I hope you guys are doing great and having a wonderful day. Thank you so much for joining me today um, on this wonderful podcast. You happened upon a full episode, um, which means we're going to be diving in a bit more in depth to some ideas about preteen ministry or ministry as a whole. Today is a relatively broad topic, so whether you are a volunteer, a youth pastor, or a um, pre-K teacher, all of these are going to apply for you um, because we're talking about how we can create a culture of responsibility in the lives of parents for their own students' spiritual growth. Now, of course, the title is going to be much shorter than that because that's a mouthful, Um, but last week we talked about two points um, and we'll dive into that in just a second, but first today, shout out is going to go to Orange um, and their parenting resource books. I'm going to have those linked down below, um, but they take each grade level and give parents an easily digestible idea of what it's going to look like and how they can best walk with their parents through uh, or with their students through this life phase. And so I say this specifically because we're talking about creating a culture of experience. And last week we talked about giving them resources. And these books are amazing resources to say, hey, your student is going to be going through puberty at this age. They're not going to think you're cool anymore. But here's how you connect to them still, right? And it gives parents an easily broken down, really cool way of seeing how to communicate and continue to grow their students spiritually. It gives them like the things the students will need and and how to communicate these things well. Like it really does give a ton of great stuff. Um, and like I said, I'm never sponsored by these people. I'm not, I'm not getting nothing from this except the peace of mind knowing that I'm giving you guys great resources. Sorry, that's a bit dramatic, but really, um, I do mean it. These resources, anything I shout out is something that I've used before that I highly recommend and I think is a great, great resource. Um, So with that, let's jump into today's story, um, uh, or not story, today's uh, thing, which is just going to have stories in it. We're going to jump right into the meat of it, Um, and we're going to go into point number one, which is technically point number three on how we can create a culture of responsibility in parents' lives for their students' spiritual growth. Should like make that an acronym or something. That's going to take too much time. But anyways, let's jump in. Um, so number three, guys, um, is we want to bring the growth to them. Um, and what do I mean by that? I mean uh, we want to communicate a student's needs and and stuff like that to a parent. We want to to basically put the ball in their court. What I mean by this is anytime I give feedback on a student to a parent, I say um, uh, something along like this. And we'll, we'll start with like if I've had a student uh, misbehaving who, uh, you know, had issues during the, the service, I'll talk to a parent and I'll say, hey, your student did X. Um, let's say your student had an outburst of emotions during a game. Um, and we had a conversation along the lines of, hey. If we have uh, emotions, how can we deal with them well, right? Um, so, for instance, I had a student a few weeks ago who had an issue um, with uh, a game and feeling like things weren't fair. And so we said, like, hey, if you think that something isn't fair, what you should do is you should come get a leader to help you instead of yelling and screaming um, about the game being unfair. And so I relayed that with parents. I said, hey, parents, your student had an issue with the game. They got upset because they didn't think it was fair. Um, and so we talked about it and we said, hey, let's work on finding help if we think it's something fair instead of getting mad at others. And what I did there was I said, hey, here's an issue and here's how I addressed it. 
And then I was like, hey, let's follow up that conversation at home. Let's follow that up whenever we run into that. Basically, I wanted to take this issue and I did not want it to be a single correction by me, Sam Beam, the guy who sees him twice a week. I want it to be by the parents every single day when they run into a similar issue. And so um, put that thing in their ball court. Um, and and for, for parents, uh, communicating their students' uh, needs and desires and things to do, I found is really helpful and really important. So um, not just negative, right? Uh, first of all, always communicate if you have issues with a student, right? Hey, this happened, this, 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 right? We don't want a student just running rampant in the ministry thinking that they won't get in trouble. So communicate with that with parents, but also communicate the good. Um, I try and even it out, even with some of my worst students, right? We've all got those students that seem to test our faith and patience as a pastor, um, but I try and communicate good to those, and that comes out of a story a long time ago. I was a, um, a pre-K after-school teacher for a while, and there's a student who was uh, a little a little turd sometimes. Um, but one day, I shared something good. I was like, hey, your student was super sweet. He shared, and the parent just said, wow, all I hear is bad about my students. It was really nice to hear something good had happened. And I was like, oh, and so that stuck with me. So when we want our parents to grow students spiritually, we don't want to just say, hey, your student did this bad, this bad, this bad. We want to say, hey, your student is really good at this, right? Your student is really good at leading people. Unfortunately, he leads people to do bad things. We won't include that, but he's really good at leading students. Let's encourage a positive leadership mentality in your student. Um, or, hey, your student is really, really great at helping, right? I have students that are, you know, those students that you're like, oh, gosh, why can't you stay in my ministry forever, right? That help stack chairs or put away things or clean up or always ask for help, right? Share that with parents. Communicate that. Hey, your student is great at helping. He loves to help. He has a spirit of helpfulness. Uh, just encourage that and, 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 and prod that more in your students' lives, right? Give them information on their students, right? Um, basically, it is our job, especially as we go into the preteen world, this is where it gets preteen specific, to relate the needs of students as well. And what I mean by that is that by this preteen age, uh, especially towards the fifth and sixth grade, the students are, are not as interested in talking with their parents about things they're dealing with, right? Um, it becomes harder for students. They feel less comfortable sharing it with parents but they may share it with us, a leader or with you. And so it's our job to bring that to parents, right? Um, especially if it's a large need, something students are seriously dealing with. Um, but keeping up like, hey, so-and-so talked about how they were dealing with bullying um, at school. Are you aware of this? Um, and making sure they know and helping them through that as well. Or, hey, so-and-so sh- said um, they got in a fight with their sibling yesterday and it was really bad. How are they doing? You know, checking in on a parent um, and, and kind of giving them that is really important to help them grow because those parents may not be getting that communication um, that they normally are, are used to getting, right? From a preteen, they may be less inclined, like I said. And so it is our job to relay that information to help them grow. Or on the positive end, hey, so-and-so started asking a lot of questions about uh, baptism, about who Jesus is and what he does for us. Are you having those same conversations at home and then giving them, you know, resources like we talked about? Here's this book about getting baptized. Maybe you should have a conversation and go through this and come back to me after two weeks when you finished it, you know? Uh, but bringing the growth to parents is super 
super important, right? Communicating a student's needs, communicating what you're seeing going on in students' lives, and giving student or parents next steps to talk with their their kids, their preteens about um, things that are going on. So so bring the growth to them, like I said, give them uh, the information and the resources they need, set them up for success at their own home. And then number four is we want to support and encourage parents as much as possible, right? Um, like I said last week, um, I consider myself a four, five, six preteen family pastor, um, not just a preteen pastor, um, because uh, we are dealing with the parents just as much as we are with the students. I feel like the older you get, the more student focused your ministry becomes. Um, and preteens are really at that age where uh, it's it's kind of a perfect harmony of we need to pour into the students um, and pour into the parents equally. Um, you know, they get to high school and students start to become more independent and less dependent on their parents. We still want the parents involved there. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, especially when you move to college, like we're not like doing parent ministry in college. Uh, we're doing college ministry. But – for these preteens, parent ministry is just as equally important as student ministry is. And so um, we want to be sure that we are supporting and encouraging uh, these parents. Um, so, so some of the ways we could do this is one is follow-up uh, conversations, uh, meaning, hey, uh, so-and-so had a hard day in Sunday school today. And the next week, you come back and say, hey, how was so-and-so's week? I know they had a hard Sunday. Did things get better? Or, hey, you told me about uh, the bullying issue that so-and-so was dealing with. How is that looking, right? Are we following up with the conversation? Are we showing intense intentionality um, in the conversations? Do Are we making parents feel like um, they are being heard? Um, and are we giving them the resources to um, continue on, right? Are we supporting them? Are we... Uh, just giving them the things that they need um, and showing that we care. Sometimes just being there, supporting a, a parent, answering questions is some of the best, right? Those those hallway conversations outside on a Sunday sometimes have some of the biggest impact on a parent's week um, or day. And so we want to support and encourage them, right? We want to follow up with them and give them, um, you know, hope, right? A lot of parents deal with a lot of things, and it's easy to um, forget about that, to segregate a parent into the two or three minutes you see them on a Sunday. Um, but I mean, the reality is they're living a life just like us. They're dealing with things. They've got family stuff going on and their own personal insecurities and flaws that they're dealing with. And we as pastors need to come alongside them and really encourage them and help them see their role as a spiritual developer um, and support and encourage that. So uh, definitely have follow-up conversations with them. Uh, give them, you know, the things to to work with. Um, also ask good questions, right? Like I said, like how was so-and-so's week? Um, how are you doing? How are you feeling about this? You know, your student wants to get baptized. How do you think that they are taking these um, thoughts and these ideas about Jesus, right? Um, and then ask them like, what do they need, right? What, what are your needs? Where are you struggling? What is going on? How can we as a church support you better, right? Do you just need a date night? Uh, do you want a class? on how to talk to your student about uh, faith and life? Do you want a uh, preparatory class for teenage years and SAS and adulthood, right? How do we 
best minister to you? Ask parents. Um, and, and the best way to ask good advice is to have relationships with these parents, right? Build relationships, be talkative, be communicative with them, uh, give them uh, the time of day, right? Don't don't blow them off. Uh, don't think, oh, i got to check out these kids. Have a volunteer do that, but be there. Um, ask questions and, and figure out what students really need and what parents really need. And last but not least, guys, the best cheesy but always so very true answer is pray for them and legitimately pray for them. Pray for them in the hallway right then and there when they say they're struggling with how to approach a situation. Pray for them throughout the week by name and intentionally um, pray for them, guys, because the power of prayer is beyond what we can imagine or comprehend, and it needs to be used more, um, I know, for me um, especially. But pray for your parents Pray for the conversations they have. Pray for the things you're giving them. Pray over the events you're having for them. Pray for your parents because, whew, especially if y'all are parents out there, you know it. I'm not even a parent, and I know it, um, that you know praying for your parents is one of the best things we can do. So let's jump through what we've talked about as a whole. Um, remember, we want to um, create a culture of responsibility for parents and their students' faith development. Uh, and the first thing we can do is we can help them see their role as the primary spiritual developer. Help them understand that their role as a parent is um, to love their children and point them to the Lord, um, and that our role as pastors is to help them do that however we can. Um, so help them claim and own that role as primary spiritual developer. Um, and we can do this um, and then aid it with resources. Give them weekly content to talk about. Give them um, you know, online content. Give them books. Give them classes. Give them podcasts. Give them ways that they can grow, both on a um, subject basis, as in, hey, my kid is dealing with bullying. How do I take this? And also as a broad basis, hey, my student is moving into sixth grade. How do I minister to them well? So give them resources. Um, and then bring the growth to them. Talk to parents about their students. Uh, we may not get a lot of time with them, but we do get enough to hear their needs and their desires, to see their personalities and the things they're struggling with. And so we want to communicate that with parents, and we want to put it in their ballpark. We want to give them the ability to see what's going on and to talk about that with their students outside of the church. Um, and then lastly, we want to support and encourage. We want to follow up with the things we've been talking about. We want to ask them questions and learn how to love them better. And ultimately, we want to pray for them because they need it um, and we need to. Um, we are supporting them. Um, so I hope that this was helpful for you guys. Maybe one of those topics uh, was something that was stuck out to you or you just got a little nugget out of it. But either way, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great day. Um, and I'm excited for what we are bringing next week on Navigating Preteen Ministry. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see y'all later. Bye.